rejection. <laughs> Girl, we got some wine. <laughs> Wow. Well, well. I know what you like doing. <laughs> Covid bait. Oh my god, I love that. <laughs> I didn't find out until late after that this man has been to the big house. <laughs> and I'm not talking about the White House. <laughs> And welcome to The Real Twenties, the best survival guide in Sweden. This is a podcast about surviving your crazy twenties. My name is Jane Ange Musikura. I am 25 years old. And this summer, I decided to start a podcast talking about how it is to survive the crazy twenties in Sweden as an immigrant child, as a foreigner, as a black woman, as a blatte, as we call it here in Sweden. So I've had guests talking about everything from surviving uni life, being a young artist, being a young entrepreneur. I don't know how to how to pronounce that word. Do you know my guest? Entrepreneur. How to be a young entrepreneur. <laughs> entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. How to be a young, uh, yeah, yeah, that. Start your own business, basically. Surviving the single life, surviving cultural shocks, and... Yeah, everything between heaven and earth we have been talking about is in this podcast relating to being in your 20s. But this podcast is for everyone, 20s, 30s, 40s. And today is the first ever English episode. Yay! And I have a returning guest. This is a guest who starred in one of my best episodes about surviving uni life. She is a med student, and today she returns as Dr. Love. Dr. Love. <laughs> Because today we will be talking about relationships, dating, love, and all of that. Yeah. Are you ready? I am. So normally one episode is 40 to 45 minutes, but today, episode 16, will be 50 to one hour, 50 minutes to one hour, And we will make a part two. So we have the dating special episode in two parts. This is part one and part two will be released after this as episode 17. We will be answering questions. We will be checking on dilemmas on Instagram that we have posted in the Real 20 stories. But also in my guest, Dr. Love, who <laughs> will introduce herself shortly in her stories as different dilemmas. So... Let me welcome Dr. Love, a.k.a. Debbie. Thank you. <laughs> Do you want to introduce yourself? Yes. So my name is Debbie, also Deborah, and I am 24 and uh, I'm a medical student from Sweden and Poland. Yes, you yes, are, girl. I am. International. So I think... Um, We should just write, dive right into the to the questions and the dilemmas, right? Yeah. Because there's so many. And what we do in this podcast is that we keep it 100. So don't cry. Don't cry. <laughs> just don't listen. <laughs> and enjoy. All right. The questions we have today are about being emotional, unavailable. It's about 
what you say on the first dates and the second dates. It's about a dilemma about men waiting to marry the right woman or just marrying the woman who is there during the right time. Question number one. Mm-hmm. How do you get off being emotionally unavailable? Dun, dun, dun. Okay, so for me... So, like, first of all, like, emo- being emotionally unavailable, let's define it, maybe. Yeah. Uh, and that would be, like, being, as an inv- individual, having problems with not only intimacy, but opening up, showing yourself vulnerable, even if it's a partner or another form of a uh, relationship. And um, the causes of that could be very different reasons, like... Some causes could be because of uh, a previous relationship, bad experiences, daddy issues, and so mommy issues as well. <laughs> yeah, for sure. so much Don't more. Don't forget the mama. Exactly, and then we have these like people who just spontaneously or just like randomly become or are uh, emotionally unavailable since previous like nothing has happened before. And um, how would you like? What? Why? What do you think? How you get off being emotionally unavailable. Yeah. First of all, are you emotionally unavailable? I'm definitely not an emotional. So you can't relate to people who are emotionally unavailable. Actually, I can relate to it because I've been in the oh, past. Been. I've okay. been. So how did you get off? Perfect. I think it just takes the right person to show you that it's okay to be emotional. It's okay to be oh. vulnerable. And it's okay to show other sides of you except this cool, non-caring, badass version of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I I totally agree. Um, But also I think it's like, because sometimes the right person maybe will not not come along, let's be real. And then it's about you forcing yourself Mm -hmm. to go against feelings that are not natural for you to do. If you think it's hard to go on a date, go. If you think it's hard to say to someone you like them or how you feel about them in a certain situation, do it. Rejection is not the biggest thing in the world if that's what you're scared of, right? Yeah, 100%. Do you think that's what people are scared of, rejection? Yeah, I think everyone is afraid of rejection at like some level, some people more than others. And um, I mean, of course, like going, especially if you're like going on a date or asking someone on a date um and then someone having having someone turn you down i think that would kind of just like lower your self-esteem a lot or just like kind of cracking your self-esteem because we all just kind of want to be liked loved wanted (laughs) (laughs) and for someone to burst that bubble it it is painful it is painful rejection is painful especially if you put time into Mm -hmm. it like or if if it's hard to open up and you actually do it and you get rejected rejection (laughs) (laughs) girl we got some wine in the (laughs) you've been rejected (laughs) that hurts that that shit hurts it does well okay so uh, also one thing one thing i think a lot of especially women do that i think they should do less is you don't need to see every interaction as a husband as a you know the person you're gonna marry tomorrow as like soulmate soulmate soul. i was like that i was like 
every like I was like this is my soulmate but no this it could just be a simple picnic (laughs) (laughs) it's not everyday soulmate exactly and it's like before you even have the relationship you don't have to define it beforehand because I, I think a lot of us do that we kind of make up fake scenarios before we've even met the person before we've even like gotten to know the person and we kind of make this version of the person in our heads that isn't Uh, actually real and then when you meet this person and they kind of like don't share your vibes and they don't share your like wantings yeah 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 it's it's hard yeah yeah exactly and you play out scenarios in the shower yes oh my god you're like and then he says this and then he picks up a flower oh my god it's gonna be no flower (laughs) so just don't see men women ladies i don't know what you guys date if you date the same sex the opposite sex yeah if you date flowers what omnibus objects how do you say that (laughs) you know what i'm trying to say omnibus objects if you date whatever you date uh, don't see everything as like something the biggest of your love exactly. just see it as an adventure as a relation you're exploring there and then I think that will make it easier to get off this emotional unavailability mm-hmm. because it will make it less serious every time and then yes. eventually you'll not even notice when you fall head over heels mm. I agree especially this part of just like don't take everything so serious and just go into th- things with like an open mind yeah i think that's so important and it kind of eases off the pressure yeah of like having to be perfect of like having the person liking you you liking the person and it's just it just makes it harder on the relationship when you come in with like pre-described like in pre-written like uh, sentences and so on <laughs> <laughs> when he says this i'm gonna say that i swear <laughs> and then it never happens why don't you say these things like you bring a script just <laughs> next date i'm bringing a script a script <laughs> i wrote to you, you say this and i say this <laughs> no i was on a date the other day and we were when we were saying goodbye uh, <laughs> I, I don't know what if he was leaning in for a kid okay i'm not gonna go into details but the end the moral of the story or the end of the story is that i ended the hug with a handshake no (laughs) no how is that even possible i don't know i've never seen anyone end a hug with a handshake i think i'm the first and he started laughing (laughs) i was like thanks for the coffee (laughs) i didn't even drink coffee (laughs) i don't drink you don't even drink coffee (laughs) and then i yeah uh, whatever so i think i think like we're saying just put yourself out there without big expectations yes (laughs) yes right just take it lightly yeah relax Mm -hmm. and just go there to have fun yeah even if it's just like to have fun even if it's just like to get free food yeah or (laughs) get that free food so what is your love language do you think a relation lasts longer if people understand each other's love languages Mm -hmm. so Hmm. hmm So, like, the five points of what is a long love language, I would ask you. Uh, should I say them? Yeah. So, numero uno. Numero uno. Of the love language is words of affirmation, physical touch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
The first one is words of affirmation. The second one is physical touch. The third one is acts of service. The fourth one is receiving gifts. And the fifth one is quality time. So words of affirmation is about what you're saying. I love you. You look beautiful today, etc. Mm-hmm. How would you describe physical touch? I mean, physical touch, I would say like... <laughs> No, but like sexual intercourse, of course. Yeah, uh, it could be just kisses. Mm. It could be hugs. It could be being affectionate in like the physical form. Just like when you're cooking and someone exactly. puts a hand on your back. Yeah. Oof. Oh. Oosh. Okay. <laughs> Acts of service. It's. I think it's romantic gestures. Gestures. It's like maybe like I don't know, telling, calling your man or woman and be like, "Hey, you forgot your keys. Should I meet you with them? Like yeah. you know." meet you halfway mm-hmm. instead of being like no come get them yourself you mm-hmm. know or it's about it's asking did you have lunch i cooked lunch for you yeah and then receiving gifts we all know what that is we all know what that is it's getting something to pick up at the post office right <laughs> and quality time spending yeah. time together spending time so if you would name top two love languages for you um i would say physical And uh, I would also say quality time. Physical touch and quality yes. time. Okay. Well, well, I know what you like doing. <laughs> <laughs> I can cut that if you How about you? <laughs> I would say <laughs> um, acts of service mm-hmm. and physical touch. Yeah, you see? Physical touch. <laughs> No, but like, let's be honest. It's important. It's very important. It's important. Like, I want to feel your hand on my shoulder, body. <laughs> I want to feel like that you're close to me. I want you to hug me. I want you, like, you know. Yeah, feel your presence. Exactly. Body language. Yeah. Yeah. Words for me doesn't matter as much if you can't Same. prove them. Mm-hmm. Like for me, it's about showing. So yeah. that's also why I love acts of service. Because if you surprise me with something, if you do things for me it's actions for me so do you think a relationship lasts longer if people have the same love language do you think that's important to match i think it would be easier if you do have the same love language because then you're already like at the finish line kind of like halfway you're already like halfway there and uh, if you meet someone and you have different love languages of course you could still overcome this i think um But you would still have to like meet each other halfway, I would say, because it's not like you can have completely different and then still be fine because one person, for example, might need more of the physical touch. Yeah. And another one still needs like more of like affirmations. And it can't be like for this person or your partner to feel good about themselves, to feel good, to feel calm and like secured in this relationship. Of course, they would need something out of you. And yeah. If this person needs like words of affirmation, then you just still have to get better. If you're a person that usually don't like give compliments and just like be all over the place in that way, you would still need to become kind of that person for the person that you like. Yeah. Because that's what they need. It's yeah. very true. I think you, you, you said it on point. I don't even need to add much. The only thing I need to add is that if you're a person who has words of affirmation as a love language, 
you have to express this and you have to be you can't judge people for not having the same love language there because this is a love language i think that is very crucial to meet to be meet, to be met if you have that because if you need the words and the person is not saying the words you might go crazy yeah i think so mm-hmm. so if and i if you have words of affirmation as a love language don't dm me <laughs> <laughs> putting it out there <laughs> so I might forget to tell you yeah. I love you you know <laughs> especially that oh my god yeah but some yeah. people really have it you mm-hmm. have to like if you're out clubbing or whatever you have to call them and be like remember I love you yeah. like you know otherwise they go mental mm-hmm. I don't know why I said out clubbing <laughs> like it that was so specific. I was so serious. Someone misses the clubs. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay, let's go to the next one. Mm-hmm. This one is funny because it's like, it's, it's exciting because it's like, um, no one does this anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's about going on dates. Yeah. I mean, like, no, no one really goes to like first second and third dates anymore Mm -hmm. it feels like yeah like but it's funny let's take it anyway yeah so the question is in relation to going on dates when is the right time to bring up important issues such as politics children marriage family life and values etc is it on the first second or third or when is it so basically the question is like when is the right time to bring up important issues first second or third date uh, yeah, so I would say cut to the chase. Oh. Yes. If it so is the first five minutes, if it <laughs> so is the first 10 minutes, the first hour, but like right away, I would say to just get like, especially things like values. Imagine really like getting along oh. with someone, you like this person, and then all of a sudden you go on like five dates and you're like, ooh, planning everything. And then all of a sudden, and the person just said, like, yeah, I'm racist. I don't like this person. I mean, yeah. imagine that shock, for example. For us, it's more important, I guess, 100%. for someone who doesn't experience racism. Yeah. And for 100%. women, sexism. And if you're, if, if someone is like uh, a homophobe or something, yeah. you don't want to be keeping. You don't want to be keeping that energy. No. And it's just like a waste of your time. I'm wasting my time. I'm wasting your time. I'm wasting everyone's time. Yeah, yeah. And me just being here. So I would say sure. like, yeah. I understand you, but I think on this question, I think we are actually a bit divided, which is also fun because um, we can argue for our rights. <laughs> because I think there are two answers uh, for these questions for me. The first one is feel and read the vibe. Like what kind of date is it? You know, you yeah. can't just be like, so five kids within five years, <laughs> you know, if it's a more casual thing. But I think a general answer, if I if I do have to answer like generally, I would actually say it's the third date for me. Really? Yeah. That and maybe long? this is, uh, what do you say, controversial. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm creating yeah. headlines. <laughs> yeah, it's the, da- it's the third date for me. Um, because I think the first and second date should be like all about having fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if someone is crazy <laughs> the fun is ruined <laughs> it's about having fun and just leaving the date with butterflies and being like excited and curious about the person further so if you reveal too much 
I know too much, but I understand the, t- the thing where you're saying, I don't want to waste my time. Mm-hmm. I understand that thing. But I don't know. I like going home and being like, oh, I wonder what he thinks about this. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, it is maybe the third day. Yeah. But like, I don't know. Sometimes you have an immediate connection and then it just comes and after 10 minutes. Comes, yeah. But I, I like the mystery of it. Yeah, that's true. And it kind of also depends on what's your intention with this date. Oh, for sure. Maybe you're just looking after, like, looking for something casual. Then yeah. I wouldn't like. I mean, I wouldn't <laughs> like reveal my entire what life. What is casual, Debbie? Casual, you know. <laughs> casual. Casual. <laughs> no, but like, not looking for a relationship in that way. I would just meet for like to chill. If oh, I yeah. can say it like that. Link up. Link up. If you would just like to link up, maybe it wouldn't be that important of like, okay, on the first day, I have to tell you how many kids I want. And like the my political views and <laughs> like so on. We don't have to be that head on. Yeah. But then, of course, I understand what you say, that it's so nice having this light vibe yeah. to the date. But I don't think, I think... That you could still have a light vibe and talk about things such as politics. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think so. And it's yeah. a lot, a lot of the time it's just about feeling the vibe of the date of the person. If you are like on the same levels. Yeah. Because yeah. I've had, I went on a date once and this guy started reading to me a poem no. that he read at his mom's funeral a month ago. Oh, sh- this was within 20 minutes. And it, I'm telling you guys, it wasn't weird because we had such a deep connection. We didn't know mm-hmm. each other. First date within the first 20, 30 minutes. And it wasn't weird. So this is an example of when the vibe is crazy enough for something like that not to be weird. But if we had, if the connection was not right, that would have been hella that weird. That would have been so weird. <laughs> that would have been hella weird. Yeah. So it's like with this, I guess there is really like there is there is like you need to feel the vibe. And yeah, see. it depends on the person you're with. It it depends on the vibes. It depends yeah. on the situation, the location. But at the same time, I've also been on a date where I didn't know because I didn't ask enough questions. I didn't find out until late after. That this man has been to the big house. <laughs> and I'm not talking about the White House. The big house. So sometimes ladies ask questions. Don't leave the mystery. Because I was shook. So, shook. So like. <laughs> yeah. So it's like just read the vibe. Sometimes ask a lot of questions. Sometimes don't. Like the mystery. It depends what your attention is with the mm-hmm. date at the end of the day. So this one is really funny because this is something that I think the the, the person who sent in, t- in this question, I think this was a thread by Oloni on uh, Twitter. Mm-hmm. In relation to men, now we're talking about you men. So listen. Listen. So we're talking about men and we're women who dates men. So this is from our perspective, right? So in relation to men, do you think they decide to settle down and get married with the right person or do they settle for whoever is available when the time is right according to them? For example, they might love their partner, but break up to live high life, club life. And then when they reach an age where they should get married, they just settle for whoever is available. 
So this was a thread on Twitter by Oloni. And I think a lot of men, like people gave, people actually gave like examples of guys they dated that like broke up with them. They had a perfect relationship and they broke up with them because they were not ready uh, because they wanted to party a little bit more. And then when they reached an age where it was like, oh, you should actually be married. They just took the first one. Yeah. And they even told their ex like, oh, I wish it was with you, but I fucked that up. So now I just have to take whatever is here. Mm. So like, I think, do you think men do that? <laughs> I think, of course, some do, and um, but I kind of feel like men still have the room and the space to kind of play around for a very long time. I mean, you can meet men that are like in their 40s, 50s, 30s, and they still play around like they were in their teens. So I think it depends on the person, honestly, but I, I don't think, I don't think that they just like take the first person that is available mm. what's your view what do you think maybe not the first but i think they settle they settle for settle for who's there like uh, rather than like pursuing the real love just because it's time mm-hmm. like i think also it's not only men but i think people in general they rush yeah like nowadays it's like people forget that first of all love does not have to be only in the form of a relationship so you don't have to get married so I think when you feel the pressure, I should get married now, you rush it just because this is what I should be this doing. This is what I should be doing. It's my age. It's my time. And I'm like seeing everyone around me. And this is this is where I should be. Yeah. Instead of this is where I want to be. And even if you wanted it earlier with the person you were with, you're like, no, the age I am with in now and the time I am now uh, generally people say you should be doing this and this so then I want to do this because this is what people are supposed to be doing in this age yeah like so social like expectations. pressure mm, yeah expectations social pressure family like pressure from the family friends and yeah yeah definitely I think that could definitely affect your decision making and yeah. uh, your relationships and how you choose to go about these relationships of course yeah Maybe it's hard to generalize, but I yeah. I feel like, I don't know, men are so crazy, man. <laughs> yeah, they are. They are. I swear. I have no idea what they're doing, what they're up to. Same. Like, if you're a man, <laughs> you just write into the real 20s and just like, let's discuss this question. Like, do you guys settle when it's when the time is right? Or do you like really like keep the right one and make the time right yeah this is a question i'm genuinely interested in <laughs> i swear i'm very interested i can see you really like thinking. i'm like really thinking about this mm. because i've never thought about this it's like this is what men do actually you know they're here for us to suffer suffer <laughs> 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 But at the same time, I feel like I could do that. (laughs) (laughs) Accidentally. Accidentally. I think we all like kind of have these tendencies of like bowing into like social pressures and uh, social like standards and what you should be at. Mm. I think 100% we're all like prone to like doing that. Yeah. But I want to believe that not everyone does that. 
I'm just going to look a little bit more what this girl wrote because she wrote really interesting. So I'm just going to pause and look and read what she wrote about it more. And then we can resume because I really want to take this up because this this has me shaking. (laughs) I swear. I'm shook. I'm (laughs) shooky. So I'm going to try to translate it as we go. Don't laugh at me. Like, so when, when she, when Alani asked this question on Twitter, she's saying, this girl is saying that there was a lot of people who said that they have been in a long and loving relationship that ended because they were not ready to get married yet, or they broke up because they wanted to live a high life. But when they got to the age where most people get married, they settled down with the first person who was there. And a person said that his ex, that, okay, a, per, a man confessed that if his ex was to reach out, the one he broke up with to play the field, to him he would have left his wife and kids for her oh so he left someone played the field married the first person available and then he's confessed like if my ex would reach out i would actually leave my 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 current wife and kids just for this ex and a lot of people agreed on this a lot of men and then she continued with saying like nowadays i feel like people in general so this is not only for men i'm screaming at women too (laughs) and Mm -hmm. (laughs) non-binaries Honestly, nowadays it feels like people settle settle for the sake of having a relationship. Um, It's not hard to find a partner. People force relationships just to have it. And I experienced that it's really normal to jump from one relationship to another without taking a break and heal before you start something new. And that people are trying to find their soulmate before they have even found themselves. Wow. Yeah. Too. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Do you like what do you think? I think that there could definitely be some truth in that. 100% because it's like I mean, we all have these tendencies of kind of like settling for what's there. And most of us like for example, when I did the Instagram voting, yeah. And most people voted that they like being in a relationship. Oh, I voted single. You did. I, I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay yeah, but like most of us like being in a relationship, being booed up, oh. cuddly, especially when it's like dark outside, it's cold. <laughs> it's so nice. It really is. Yeah. And being on your own, being single can sometimes be, a, it can be scary, first of all. It can be feel lonely, especially during these corona times. It mm. can feel lonely. I and need a COVID bay. Yeah, I swear. <laughs> COVID bay. Oh my God, I love that. <laughs> and then when the pandemic is over, you're just like, bye. <laughs> Vaccine bay. <laughs> Vaccine bay. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Come to the next. <laughs> no, I love that. I love that. <laughs> No, but yeah. Mm. But do you agree? Yeah, for sure. I agree mm. so much with her. And the thing, I, I, I'm scared of that thought with the men who just like settle when the time is right mm. and not settle with the right person. Because I can feel like men do that. I can really feel that men don't go so deep into their feelings that they can actually end up doing that. Because men like uh, practical stuff. They like when it's practical so if you're there when things are practical, they'll be, they will lie for you, I guess. Yeah. But if you're there when things are not practical, 
They don't want to struggle and make that practical with you. Okay, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm attacking. I'm attacking them, man. This is an attack. <laughs> This is actually a certified attack. <laughs> no, I think there are men who do, do not think like that, but I can see her point. I can really see her point. Mm -hmm. Me too. Yeah. Gosh. 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 So thank you for this question. This this question really caught my attention. It was so interesting to like think about this. Mm. I think you're gonna go home and think about I'm this more. I'm gonna continue <laughs> thinking about this. You should make a poll on your Instagram because you have should. a lot of followers. Yeah, I What's should. What's your do Instagram? Debbie Z S Z. So we have some Instagram dilemmas mm -hmm. that I want to take up that you put up on your story, where you were making like people vote on certain issues. So I'm gonna bring some up and let's see like what people thought and what we think. So one of the dilemmas was, would you get into a relationship with someone with different beliefs? 78% said yes, slash maybe, and 22% said no. I think that's interesting. So many said, said, said uh, yes. yes. Mm -hmm. I think especially Whoa. like the newer genera generations are more open to like differences Uh, But I think that it kind of depends on what those, like, differences are. Yeah. Yeah. Because some views you just can't get, you just can't have, like, they can't be that different. Some views can't. No, 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 no. Like, that's, it's, it could be too much. Definitely. What do you think? Especially when you're raising kids. Yes. And meeting family. I could never. <laughs> could you? I mean, I could, but it depends on what. Okay, so if if you're dating someone who's an atheist, because you're a Christian. Yeah. Someone who's an atheist. I mean, that would still, I would still be able to make that work, honestly. Okay. I would. Um, because like, those are my beliefs. And I don't have to have someone share my beliefs, of course. It would be nice if the person does. But my fate, I kind of feel like it's personal for me at the oh. moment, like in the relationship and so on and how I act on so on. If he is a good person, of course, uh -huh. and even if he is an atheist, that's fine for me. Because there are bad people who are like, have really strong, like strong, like Christians, Trump supporters, for example. Oh. For example, those. And they're like, gay rights are okay, no valid rights. Okay, point. You made a really good point. Mm -hmm. And then, like, should I go with, like, a Christian Trump supporter <laughs> <laughs> instead of, like, an atheist, genuinely good person? <laughs> like, <laughs> should I go with a Christian Trump supporter? That was like yeah. Trump. Trump. Trump supporter. <laughs> And that's the choices, actually. Mm -hmm. Those are the only options we have. Christian's Trump. Trump supporter. <laughs> no, you made a valid point because I was about to say no, but then when you made that point, it, yeah, I have to agree. Mm. Like above agree. all, the person has to it. They have to be a good person. Yeah. And then if they haven't found their beliefs, if they haven't connected with like Christian Christianity, yeah, uh, and like Islam and like Buddhism and so on, that is not my issue. Yeah. As long as they're a good person, that is like my main 
requirements, if I can exactly. say it like that. No, but you're you're totally right. I just have <clears throat> come to a stage in my life when I'm getting old. <laughs> yeah, we are getting <laughs> so old. Serious. So serious. And where I'm like, I really want someone who 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 shares the who shares the Lord with me. So I'm mm. like torn. I really hope I don't fall for someone who is not a Christian, and because I I really need that. Because I think that. Every time I'm in like in doubt or trouble, <laughs> why did this just become yeah. therapy? <laughs> I just like the Lord pulls me up, like my belief always pulls me up. Yeah. So I really want to share that with someone. Yeah. And especially it's like a comforting. Yeah. It's really, really comforting knowing that this is not it. Yeah. And it, I would be happy for my partner to also believe in this. But then at the same time, I feel like I can't force my no. beliefs on this person. And if I fall for this person, I fall for this person. Yeah. And it's not going to be simply because he is a Christian or simply because uh, he believes in the same thing as I do. Yeah, I think more people should think like you probably. And they did in your vote, I guess. Yeah. But I'm still shocked a little bit. But um, I feel like there's something sexy about a God-fearing man, though. Like, I don't it know. Is. It is. Like, if you don't fear God, who do you fear? So I don't know what, what you are capable of. But at the same time, so like you're saying, Christian people could be mental too. It's not that you're Christian, you're perfect. So yeah, I will have to go over to your side, actually. You convinced me. <laughs> <laughs> but would you, could you date someone who has a totally different like belief than like... Because they have a strong belief too and you have a strong belief. That whatever it is, I don't want to point out anything because I don't want to like attack people. I mean, I, I could... I could. It depends on like what. It wouldn't be like I'm a Christian and then he's like a strong Satanist. I mean, that that <laughs> no. would be a bit problematic. Yeah. But otherwise, it. I think I would get over that. I think I could yeah. accept that, of course. But that's just me. I don't think I could. <laughs> I, <guess>. <laughs> I think the problem would come, like uh, maybe if you're ha when you have kids. Yeah. I think that would be a bit hard, and maybe with the parents as well. Yeah, I think family if, for me because kids. Exactly. I don't want to force the kids to my religion, anyways. Mm -hmm. So I want the kids to find their own religion that they like. Of course, mine will be there as a welcoming gift. <laughs> But for me, with the with the kids, it's okay. But with the pair, with the relatives. Mm -hmm. My family, his family, the wedding yeah. <laughs> ceremony, stuff like that. And where do we go? Do we go on Sundays or Fridays? <laughs> Is it Friday prayers or Sunday service? Or Sunday service. Is it going to Buddha or <laughs> going yeah. as a... No. Oh, but it's really interesting. Like, I, I think a lot of people split up because mm. of religion. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. I think you, you both have to be willing to make this work despite your differences. I think that's a very, very important. You have to both be strong in that part uh, because you will have a lot of voices, both from your family, from your like your inner voices in yourself, like yeah. telling you this, I should be with someone that thinks like this. Mm. But if you really, really like the person and you really believe like this person is a good person and I want to make it work, then I think you could. Debs, you you are a saint. <laughs> no, but you like you it's, it's really you're really humble and like like you, you try to make things work. Like you you see people very good like the view you have on people 
it's very good. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no, but it is like really because you just see the person and what you can do with the love you have for the person rather yeah. than like what the package is. But at the same time, we could also like we could we could also put this in perspective as in because uh, I've been in, an, for example, in an interracial relationship. And that's also something people talk about. Do you can you date over crossover race like yeah. outside of your race? That's a really big question nowadays. It and it's is. like, there I'm totally yes. Yeah. Bring me spicy wine. <laughs> bring me jalapeno. Bring jalapeno. me Mexico. Bring me Arabian spice. You know. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so for sure. Because like, there, I don't know, there it's like very much the person for me. Yeah, it really is. Um. So, do you think another dilemma you had is... Uh, is marriage an outdated concept? And 91% said yes, it is an outdated concept. And 9% said no, it is not an outdated concept. I, what? I was 91% so, I said was so yes. surprised. So many people voted yes. Did you see if it was white people? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, and the thing is like, I kind of get what they're thinking. I kind of get it because some of the people even like uh, evaluate, like they like further described how they're thinking. Yeah. And some of the people said that it was, it started as an out, like the concept in itself. It's very, very old. Some people like before when our like grand, grand, grandparents, some of them, they married for like financial oh. causes. Or yeah. like they married to get status or they're married because of uniting two families or like united two kingdoms and so on. So <laughs> in the kingdoms, me a yes. <laughs> so like in that way, I understand that like the whole purpose of marriage in the concept and like how it started, it wasn't all because of love, especially in the older days. But I still think feel like it's there is something beautiful <laughs> in a union between two people loving each other so much that they yeah. want to commit to each other for life and then if there, there's a divorce there's another thing it's, but still it's beautiful and it's, it's beautiful scary it's scary because when you said it for really life is. i cringed i was like wait but yeah with the first description like with the whole kingdom union and family bringing together and stuff yeah and like women <clears throat> women didn't have a lot of rights so it's like you have to marry you have to move from the head of your father to the head of your man husband yeah and let's in not, that aspect and let's not forget like so many still do it and before as well as soon as you have a kid with someone you automatically have to marry because in order for it not to look like oh yeah to look bad for the family, for the relatives, or like for the population. You just automatically have to get married. And that yeah. concept as well is a bit outdated. So I totally get it. And some people also said that um, they felt like they don't need a paper to... Oh. A paper or a signature to uh, kind of... Um, solidify that they are in a couple mm. or just like to make it official 
Yeah. Because as long as they feel like in their hearts with that person that they are with, it's real. It's just us that works for them. And they don't need like a paper saying Th- that. That I can see. That I can see. I have a follow-up question because I've been discussing this a bit with my roommate. Mm. Shout out. Shout out. And we we, we were speaking about like um, in a marriage, do you think that people, two people should become one? Or do you think that it should be two individuals that meet and form a, like a union? Or do you think that these individuals should become one? Because in the Bible it is like you should become one with your spouse. Hmm. But I... I love the idea of it, but at the same time, I really need my space. Like, same. don't be following me around. <laughs> yeah. But it's like becoming one. It's I crazy. Mean, it's that, that's kind of, okay, it's nice, but it's not realistic, I would say. But some say. people really do. It's some like people, they really become one, yeah. even in a relationship. Yeah. So it's wild. <laughs> <laughs> the way I'm looking at them. I swear, me as a person, I'm like, I love my own, my like yeah. own quality time. Yeah. I love my space. I love like having thoughts of my own, making yeah. my own decision and so on. And then of course I would have to like, adv- like talk to my partner and so on and like getting his input in different things. But I still like to feel like my decision is also my decision And that I am an individual of myself. Yeah, I feel exactly I, like you. Mm. But I would love, I don't know if I would love, but I think I would love to meet someone where I feel like, you know what, fuck everything. <laughs> I don't mind becoming one with you. Yeah. But I don't think that's gonna happen. I don't think that either. I think it depends <laughs> Thank on... Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for keeping it real. <laughs> I don't think that's gonna happen for you. Sorry. <laughs> no, but like, I mean... It is a beautiful concept, it, like the concept in itself, becoming one with someone. But like knowing, or at least for me, knowing myself, yeah. I know that I... I'm the same, I, but I, don't yeah. you just a l- tiny bit in yourself yeah. hope that like... But then at the same this time... This is the Charlotte in me that yeah. is so heavy, Sex and the City, that mm-hmm. is like, I really wish this would happen. But this, the, yeah, the Miranda in me is like, no, it won't. But I really wish it would happen. Like, I would think that's amazing. But I would not. So it would be too much for me. Yeah. And it kind of like, I don't like feeling like I'm losing myself, like parts of myself. No, I think exactly. that is all. That is one of my fears, like feeling like I'm losing myself to another person or I'm like compromised compromising a lot of like bits of myself for another person but don't person. you think that when it is the one in a good way those parts will only just be as a solidified, solidified like amplified amplified maybe <laughs> maybe i was gonna say it was just solidified like i came up with it <laughs> yeah exactly what you said like don't you think when when it becomes the other way that you just described that's like when it's not right but when it is right The one is actually a really good thing. You know what I mean? Like yeah. a lot of people have the one, but it might not be right. So then it's like, guys, you should not, like it's too much. But when it's right, maybe the one is really beautiful. Yeah, I think so too. And I think like maybe one percentage of the population experiences yes, that. That's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. 
That's the thing. And like, would you describe that as a soulmate? Because I was having like this really deep conversation oh. with some of my friends like a month ago where we just like really brainstormed the topic. I think we were had drunk, like we drank way too much wine. <laughs> and then we're like, oh my God, the concept of a soulmate. Is that real? Is that a thing? Should we take that in part two? Yes, we should. This is a cliffhanger for it you guys. Is. Part two, we will go in on the concept of soulmates. Oh gosh, it's been, it's been so fun to discuss this with you. And uh, like, you know, guys, we're going to do episode 17 now directly. And like we said, the concept of soulmate will be there among other things. Uh, like, uh, yeah, we're going to talk about how it is to suffer from mental health issues uh, such as depression and enter a relationship. This is a question we got. And the worst thing your partner can do towards you, excluding physical violence. And how long before you, sh- you should say goodbye in a relationship. So tune in to episode 17 next week. Next week. And thank you for being with us here, Debbie. Yes. Thank you guys for listening and we will see you on the next episode. Thank you for coming. Thank and your Instagram is Debbie Z S Z. And my Instagram is the real twenties. So see you there. See keep you there. Guys, keep you safe. Keep it safe. And the wine is <laughs> here. It has landed. <laughs> bye bye. Bye.